Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's good to be with you all today. Um, I hope you're all having a great day. We're having a, a really nice day here in New Jersey. It's a little bit cool, but but it's uh, it's a nice day. And um, we we expect later on today to get a little rain. Let's see, actually, in the night uh, tonight and tomorrow. But it's uh, it's going to be a good day. I can tell. <clears throat> Anyway, uh, I want to welcome you to our show. Uh, this is the uh, Thursday mor- uh, Thursday afternoon uh, Hope Talk radio show sponsored by Optimize My Life. And some of you might say, well, what is Optimize My Life? I've heard about the Hope radio show. Well, Optimize My Life is a, is a uh, program that... Uh, we we use to help people to optimize their life. Every we feel everyone needs to have their have their life optimized. <clears throat> you may be stuck in a rut somewhere, um, and I, that's um, that's not a, a a bad thing. But it's it's just just a way of expressing uh, the way we look at uh, people being um, uh, having habits of doing the same thing every day. Uh, over and over and over again and expecting some uh, different returns from that. So anyway, we um, uh, we work with people to help them uh, to have a better life and to uh, maybe to accomplish some things that they would like to accomplish in their life uh, and they haven't been able to. Uh, 
So we we are uh, most of us that do these shows um, five six days a week now, and, and then we have a special show show on Sundays. <clears throat> um, we are and and some of our shows are not done at noontime. We have shows in the morning. We have shows in the evening sometimes. So um, anyway, um, the whole purpose of this is to provide information to all of you and to talk with you if you wish to talk and to um, <clears throat> give you whatever you need uh, and recommendations um, to help you to move forward in what, what you'd like to be doing. Sometimes people say, well, I hate my job. I'd like to have something. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to either be my own boss, or I'd like to be doing something different, something entirely different. Well, we we work with people to help them to accomplish that. And and um, as certified life coaches, um, we have the ability to do that, and we have the training and the necessary uh, certification to do that. So um, that's that's one area that we that we work in. And there are many other areas that we, we do. Um, someone might say, well, I would like to start my own business. Well, we have programs that we can help you with that. And we can teach you. And we can mentor you as, as long as uh, you're willing um, to have us help you, we'll work with you. If you don't want us to help you anymore, well, that's okay too. Um, and so we encourage you to come on and um, – and listen, and there, I, I feel that everybody that comes on and listens, there will be something in this uh, program and in the other programs we have um, that will um, maybe turn on a light in your in your brain um, and in your heart, and it will say, "Hey, I think I'd like to find out more about that," um, or "I want to I want to be part of that program." Well. That's what that's what we do. We talk to you about it, and we uh, teach you, and we um, uh, help you to understand uh, what it is um, that we're all about. So anyway, um, understanding—that's a good word. Um, we um, in, in in communications between two people, or from one person to many people. Um, as we do in this radio show, um, communicating um, isn't isn't finalized until there's an understanding between the two parties. Um, if I try to communicate to you and my communication doesn't register uh, to you and, and you don't understand it, then it's not a complete communication. So that's one of the areas that we help people to do also. And, and another area that we use to help people is asking questions, asking you questions. What is it that you really want to do most in your life? And um, <laughs> the other day somebody said, well, I want to get married. <laughs> well, I can help you to develop the skills to find somebody um, and I can maybe even help you to find somebody too, but uh, that's one area that's uh, it's really kind of individual. Uh, so I um, <clears throat> I don't delve into that too much because that's really something that's very personal and very individual. I um, <clears throat> I met this woman from uh, 
from Colombia, South America. I don't know, it's about five or six years ago now, uh, in my church. And I, I went into church one day, and uh, she was standing there talking to her daughter. I knew, I knew her daughter for, um, for a couple of years before that, and her daughter and her husband and their family goes to our church. And this was, uh, this was her mother that came into our church, and she had just returned to the U.S. from Colombia. And I walked over there, and her daughter motioned for me to come over. And um, I come over, and she introduced me to her, to uh, her mother. And her name is Floor. And Floor is just a wonderful, wonderful person. Great, great personality, and she's very friendly with with people, and very um, outspoken, and and always um, always trying to help people. And that's something I've done all my life is trying to help people because that's why I'm on this radio show, because it's one of my my main goals in life is to help people and to help them to help other people as well. So anyway, um, we met and. Uh, we hit it off right right from the beginning, and um, uh, I said to her, I said, would you you'd like to go to lunch sometime? And she said, yes, I would like to go to lunch sometime. So I, we set up a time and so forth, and then she surprised me um, when I went to pick her up. <clears throat> and um, she said uh, she had someone with her, and that was her little granddaughter. And her granddaughter was about, I'd say, around 20 by that time. And uh, just a wonderful young young lady, her daughter is. Uh, and um, <clears throat> she introduced me, and, and she said, uh, Milani, that's her daughter's name, her granddaughter's name, and she said, Milani's going to go with us. And the reason that she invited her to come with us, well, I think there were two reasons. One was um, <laughs> she didn't want me to get the wrong impression uh, about her and that she was actually looking for somebody, but she was, I know she was later on, I found that out. But anyway, um, she's, um, uh, the other reason was she wanted her daughter, Milani, to be an interpreter for us, because she did, she spoke, well, my wife spoke very little English at that time, and um, she speaks a lot more now, but, uh, because I've been helping her to learn it. But anyway, she, um, uh, Milani was very good at, at interpreting for us and, and uh, talking with us. And we had a great lunch together, the three of us. <clears throat> so anyway, that was the beginning of our story. And um, we, uh, later on, um, uh, uh, Floor wanted to become a, a citizen of the United States. That was one of her goals. So I helped her through that. We got, we got through the, the first part of it. Um, which is very expensive and very extensive uh, research that you have to do and, and um, the history that you have to develop and fill out all these forms and pay all the fees and go, go to a doctor, a special doctor. It's called an immigration doctor. And that doctor has to check you out, make sure you've had all your inoculations and make sure your health is good and so forth. I had to, I had to fill out some financial forms uh, to make sure that uh, I could support her. Um, now, we weren't married yet at that time, um, but this was like the first um, six months that we, after, she, after we decided she was going to come back, 
uh, after she left us because she'd go for like six months to uh, Columbia and then she'd come back for six months. Sometimes it was three months, sometimes it was six months. That was all during the first um, five or six years of our uh, our relationship. And anyway, um, but we'd always get together when she'd come back and, and we spent more and more time together. We found out a lot more about each other. That was uh, very interesting. And, and um, so anyway, um, we got through all of that. And I got, um, she, she now is a permanent resident of the United States. That's the first classification that, uh, that they give you uh, through the immigration service. And, uh, but we have to wait five more years. Well, not five anymore, but it's about uh, three more years until we can apply for citizenship for her. I've, I've helped her to get her uh, social security card, uh, social security number, and um, I've helped her now to get her driver's license. She had a Colombian driver's license, but you have to get one in the United States. Um, and it's, it's, it's merely taking the test. Well, the first time she didn't make it. She missed it by one point. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, so she took it again a, a month or so later, and she passed it, got 100% that time. So anyway, uh, that's just, um, you know, we talk about family traditions a lot on this show, and that's one of the family traditions that I I don't know why I had that in my mind today that maybe I talk a little bit about because maybe that would help somebody. Um, um, maybe it would help one of you out there. Um, <clears throat> I was expecting some guests to come on, but nobody has come on yet. Uh, but we'll see what happens because uh, sometimes people surprise me. They come in either the middle of the show or come towards the end of the show, uh, and some come in the very beginning. So um, it's just whenever whenever they get here, um, we will talk to them. And uh, so anyway, I'm going to ramble on here for a while because um, um, the good Lord has given me some other things in my mind to talk about. And um, I think I mentioned last Thursday, because I do the show every Thursday, by the way, and we have different hosts for different, different days of the week. And that's kind of how it works. We share, we share the wealth by, uh, by uh, coming on uh, once, one day a week, sometimes two days a week. Um, anyway, um, um, I don't know if I mentioned it. My name is Bob. I'm Bob Oakley. That's my name. And, um, I talked about my wife and my granddaughter and, you know, and other people, but I haven't, uh, I think I forgot to mention my name, but anyway, I'm Bob Oakley and you can reach me anytime um, at my, on my cell number. It's uh, two nine zero eight two zero nine nine two zero nine. That's nine zero eight two zero nine nine. Two zero two, and I'll be happy to talk with you personally if that's what you want to do. If you want to come on the show, you can get connected to the show by dialing our number. It's seven one four eight one six four six eight six, and that's our um, a number to get into the to the blog talk radio, which the Hope Collection um, is is uh, connected up through a blog talk radio. And we have other other uh, organizations that connect up also um, that we can we can talk to people about. 
one that I'm very familiar with that I that I love. It's called um, the Golden Rule Society. The Golden Rule Society was started by <clears throat> Captain Lynn Kane. Captain Lynn Kane is um, is a uh, was a, a former Navy pilot. He flew uh, flew um, hundreds of flights in um, in the World War II, and he um, he is a um, very intelligent man. And and one day he started this um, uh, organization called the Golden Rule Society. The reason he called it that is because he he believes that um, God wants us to follow the Golden Rule. He wants to love Him and love his people and, and to serve his people. And that's what and that's why Lynn started the uh, Golden Rule Society, because he wants to help people to have a better life. And and uh it's very uh it's a very wonderful organization. Has many, many programs in it. It's been around for almost fifty years now. No, I think it's more than fifty years now. It's fifty one years. And uh but anyway he um he started it up and then one day he met um, the man, a very good friend of mine, who started the, the Hope Collection. His name is Dr. Joel Griffin, and Dr. Griffin has been uh, has been a friend of mine all of his, practically all of our lives. Uh, uh, Joel Griffin uh, was a uh, college coach, and he was um, a, a mathematics uh, a doctorate degree, and and he um, he was a very intelligent man. He served on um, uh, as an as an advisor to three different presidents um, in his life. Um, by the way, Dr. Griffin passed two years ago, and um, his wife is still uh, still involved in the Hope Collection. His wife Arda, and uh, she she lives down in Florida, um, where her um, her two children and and I think about six grandchildren by now. Um, are are located, uh, and they um, uh, they have a wonderful place down there, and uh, the children have their their own houses, by the way, and and they um, <clears throat> they're just a wonderful family. I, I'm 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 very very um, I'm very happy that the good Lord has connected me up with Dr. Griffin and with his wife Arda, uh because they are just uh, Tremendous servant leaders leading us um, through um, <clears throat> different different phases of our lives and 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 serving us as individuals um, and and uh, helping us to help other people because that's what that's what we're all about. We're all about helping each other and and um, we want to help you and you and you. In, in any way that you need help, um, if it's you, if it's you're looking to make some more income, we can help you with that. If you're looking for a new house or a new apartment, we can help you with that. If you're looking for um, uh, health and wellness, we can help you with that. If you're looking for um, uh, clean air and water, we can help you with that. We have all different kinds of programs to help people. Um, and we have all kinds of different training programs. I mentioned that I'm a certified life coach. Well, I got that through the Hope Collection um, because um, we have thousands of certifications for programs. 
certification programs that people might be interested in. And we didn't develop that ourselves, but we have a joint venture with, um, with, with a company that does that. And it's very, very, um, uh, it's very good, and it's very, uh, you can get that, that, that particular certification that I have uh, just by doing a little studying for maybe an hour, hour or two, and then um, taking the test. And if you pass the test, you become certified, and they send you a certificate. That, and it's an it's a internationally recognized organization. They have literally thousands of certifications that people can do. If you want to be a medical transcriptionist, you can get certified for that. If you want to be a carpenter or electrician, you can get certified for that. And and so, um, but it's very inexpensive. If you wanted to do that through a college program, it would cost you probably a thousand or more. <clears throat> and and um, but I got it for sixty nine dollars, and I got it I, when I did it. I got a two for one um, because I wanted to learn more about working with uh, computer programs, and um, so that's what uh, that's what I did. I, I did the two for one, and I passed both of those, and I and I got certified in both of those. The, the second one was called a virtual assistant. You know, if you ever if you ever go uh, call uh, an insurance company and you and you uh, ask start asking them some questions, they have they have programs that they connect into um, to answer your questions. They find out information for you, uh, and they they can look up uh, information for you, and all kinds of things like that. If you've ever called the government and, and like IRS or somebody else like that in the government, they do the same thing with a virtual assistant. Companies um, that provide the virtual assistant, because there are companies that provide that service, um, they um, um, <clears throat> they have access to um, to helping people to make an income through that if they want to. Uh, many corporations save a lot of money by hiring um, and, and having a contract with a virtual assistant to do work for them. And, but they save a lot of money doing that. They don't have to pay the benefits, um, which, is, which can be 40% of your, of your salary. Um, it can be um, what it would cost for them to have benefits for you. And so um, that's a big savings for them. And so um, we, as a virtual assistant, we pay our own taxes. And we, um, uh, um, if, we have, if we need medical, uh, we have to do our own medical. But it's very lucrative. Um, uh, the, the average per, uh, earnings per year for a virtual assistant in the United States is about $75,000. Now that's that's pretty good when you think about the the median or the average income in the United States. Uh, it's probably about uh, I think it's around forty forty five thousand right now. Uh, so as a virtual assistant that is certified, um, you can make a make a really good income. Now you have to know a little bit about computer systems and you have to know a little bit about software programs. Uh, but but that's you know most uh, most people. Uh, at least uh, the younger generation all know about know all about that, and they're very good with that. As a matter of fact, um, 
I call on uh, a couple of my children. Uh, by the way, I didn't mention that, but I have uh, I have a large family. I have 11 children, and um, uh, I think it's 37 now, great grandchildren and great grandchildren. So I'm not a young guy, but I'm I'm um, uh, thank God I'm still I'm still functioning, and um, I can still do things, do a lot of things. Um, but anyway, um, my wife and I are very 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 happy together, and we uh, we we work together as a team. I have um, I have three businesses of my own, uh, a construction business uh, that I do part time and a uh, <clears throat> rental properties business. Uh, I own rentals in, uh, in New Jersey, and I own a, a rental a farm in, uh, in Illinois. Um, that farm, by the way, is one of my family pr- traditions because I was raised on a farm in southern Illinois. And my family, uh, my mother and father, they, de- they decided uh, when, the, when they had the three boys in, in St. Louis, there's, there was a lot of uh, a lot of uh, corruption going on in in St. Louis at that time. Um, that was in uh, around 1945, I think it was around that time. But anyway, they uh, they decided that they wanted to get the kids out of the city and away from all the gang members and everything else. And that was a, well, probably one of the best things that happened for for my brother and my two brothers and I. Um, because um, it, it just it just got us into a, a totally different environment, and and we we learned from that to have a, a, a much better work ethic, um, and we learned that um, how to do things that we didn't ever think that we'd be doing, like driving tractors and trucks and raising animals. We had horses. We had uh, uh, cows, we had pigs, we had chickens, and we had ducks and turkeys, and and all of those kinds of kinds of animals. Geese, we had also geese, and and um, we raised most of our own food. Uh, we had a hundred. It was a hundred and sixty acre farm, and my dad and my mother also. Neither one of them knew anything about farming. They were raised in the city, in the city of St. Louis, and and neither one of them <clears throat> knew anything about it. And I, I just um, think about that all the time about how they made that decision to move from a place in St. Louis um, and 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 move into a farm out in Illinois. Well, you know how they um, how they were able to get that farm. Well, they were able to get it because my grandmother, my mom's mother, gave them the down payment on the farm. They said she she understood why they were moving, and she understood um, uh, that they needed help to get it to finance it. So that's another family tradition. All of our all of my family over the years have have helped each other out. And have been uh, uh, given a, given great support for each other, and I um, <clears throat> I remember uh, um, my dad's mother and father they they used to have a big family party once a year, and we we would uh, <clears throat> we would all meet there at, at their house, and um, 
we had we had more fun with our parties. Uh, we we played cards a lot, and we uh, <laughs> the older people drank a little uh, a little booze, and uh, the kids played games, and and um, it, it was just a lot of fun meeting all your cousins and all your aunts and uncles again once a year, and your grandparents. And I, uh, you know, we used to visit the grandparents more than once a year, but we that was a very special occasion that we. We uh, we went to, and um, my mom's uh, parents they used to come out to the farm and visit us, and um, uh, dad my dad used to go um, to the bus station and pick them up uh, because they would hop on a bus and come out to the to the uh, about four miles from our house where the bus would drop them off, and he would he would take the truck and go out and pick up grandma and grandpa, and <clears throat> so anyway. Uh, there was just a lot of traditions in those areas, um, and the other uh, other traditions that I I, I want to talk about again today is uh, um, the work ethic that we were taught. Um, all of my family worked, and they worked hard, and they and they um, they did well. A couple of my uncles were in business for themselves. One of my uncles had a painting business where he sold paint. He had a, a, a retail paint st- paint supply store, and um, one of my uncles was um, a scientist for um, uh, Monsanto Company, where he was working on these um, Im- to improve plants so that they would give bigger yields for the farmers, and um, and that they would uh, have resistance to various disease and there- certain bugs. They would have resistance to. So Monsanto, as a, he worked on that as a scientist, figuring out how to improve uh, those plants, and and then they would um, they would sell the seeds from those plants. Monsanto did um, to the retail um, markets, where where the, the seed stores where they were where they were uh, where farmers could come and get them. So anyway, it was. Um, that's just another tradition that uh, that I I am I'm familiar with that uh, we we uh, we had as a family. Now my um, my mom and dad's family was three boys and themselves. Um, my grandparents uh, from my mother um, they had six children. Uh, mom was one of six. And my uh, grandparents, um, my my parents and my dad, um, they had nine children. Um, nine of them, um, um, and they were they pretty well evenly evenly mixed uh, between boys and girls. But um, they all had 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 very good ducks also, and and they um, um, very ambitious people. That's what I wanted. To, one of the things I wanted to say on both sides of the family, and I believe that's where I got it from. Um, that was passed down to me, and I've tried to pass it down to my children. Um, and I think, in in a lot of ways, with the good Lord's help, um, we've we've been very successful at it. Um, because um, in in my personal family, my children, I have a doctor, I have uh, two attorneys. I have, um, and they're and they're all three of them are doing very well. And I have a uh, scientist, my oldest daughter, 
was a was a uh, scientist in in chemistry, and she has developed many products for the company she works for, and she's now the head of research for that company, and uh, a daughter, another daughter who is a uh, a teacher, uh, she's a math math teacher, uh, and she's also an artist, uh, and she does uh, about 25 art shows every year uh, in New Jersey. And uh, she is um, doing very well in that. And um, my, one of my sons is a um, who lives in Puerto Rico now. Him and his wife and their family, they live in Puerto Rico. And and um, you might say, well, why why Puerto Rico? Well, at Puerto Rico because <clears throat> that's where um, my son's uh, oldest daughter. Uh, settled in Puerto Rico. She met she met a young man from Puerto Rico, and they they later got married and moved uh, moved down to Puerto Rico. So anyway, um, I just want to say hi uh, to a couple of guests that I have here. Um, my friend Derek from Tennessee. How you doing, Derek? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm Gavin, a little horse be, today. Gavin, Gavin yeah. will be calling <laughs> you. Listen, Gavin will be it's calling pretty, you. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> I had about an hour-long call with uh, Ron Clayton yesterday, and uh, and with uh, a fr- another friend of mine, uh, Gary Geiger from New Jersey, and Ron is from Buffalo, New York. Ron Clayton, by the way, is the president of the Hope Collection, and I happen to have got gotten the honor of being the vice president of the Hope Collection. Um, and I'm I'm very humbled and honored to to have to be to have that. And Derek and I have been friends for a number of years. Um, I, I I met Derek. I think you were still in high school when we met, right, Derek? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's when it was. You were in high school and we met, and um, you knew some of my children, and so we um, we we got together and. And later on, uh, Derek uh, Derek joined us with on the Hope Collection, and he's um, tell him what your main goal in life is, Derek. I want to lose weight. I want to be a bodybuilder for a living. Yep, professional bodybuilder for a living. That's a personal build, a goal, right? Yeah. And what's what's your goal with other people? To help people. And to help them to help other people, right? That's yeah. great, Derek. Those are two great goals. Um, if I got, if I got way, uh, king, can I give a hope card there? Oh, great, great. Can I give by, a hope way, card if I meet them? Great, great. We have a we have a thing called a hope card, where uh, it's like a business card, but it's uh, it's about the hope collection, and it and it. Um, it um, it gives it gives people uh, uh, some hope. I, I, when I hand them to people, I handed out two of them yesterday to a, a doctor and, and one of the nurses at where I was, and uh, they both thanked me for for giving them that opportunity. And I told them, I said, look, uh, there's a website on the back of the car. And I said, go and check it out. And um, if you have some questions or if you want to learn more about it. Then call me, and I'll uh, and my number's on the back of the card. Also, my name and number. So they both thanked me for doing that and uh, told me they appreciated it. 
And so um, I was um, I was I was having a uh, I, I had an accident about two and a half months ago where I I broke my foot uh, in three places and I, I fell off of a step ladder. <coughs> it was only about a, a maybe a three or four foot fall onto the concrete. Well, I when I came down on the concrete. I came down on my left foot, and 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 my heel was broken, and and um, and my foot was uh, um, really bad, really bad breaks in my my heel, but um, and my other parts of my foot were were damaged also, so I've been wearing a cast for about uh, eight weeks. Well, yesterday when I was at the doctor, um, they took the cast off. And and uh, and he and I asked him, I go, well, what now? What's going to happen now? He said, well, we're going to give you a boot. Well, I didn't. I I, I had an idea what a boot was, but it wasn't what I <laughs> what he put on my my foot and my leg uh, to support it. He says um, he wanted me to stay off of it because he had told me that for the whole eight weeks. He said, stay off of it because it needs to heal. He also told me that he would have um, probably would have recommended uh, operation on on the heel, uh, but he decided that um, because of my age that he wouldn't um, wouldn't do that. And I said, well, um, I'm glad you decided that because I would have told you no anyway because I don't want anybody to operate on me now at my age. So um, um, anyway, he. Um, uh, he did a great job, and his nurse uh, took uh, took the, um, uh, the the thing off of me and, and then put the put the uh, the boot on. Um, so um, the cast, the cast. She took the cast off, and so. Um, but it, uh, I don't like the boot. I have to tell you that I don't like the boot at all. I thought it would be, I thought it would be better. The boot is so heavy, and I have to keep that foot. Uh, up when I'm when I'm trying to move around, and um, so I I guess I'll get used to it. It only has to be on for uh, for four weeks, and we're half uh, almost halfway through the first week. So anyway, that's enough about that. I uh, <clears throat> I want to ask this other young lady, and I can't remember your name. You're from Buffalo, right? Maybe it's not who I think it is. Um, is the person on the 716 area? Are you, do you have your phone on mute? I guess she has. Or maybe she just had to leave the phone. But anyway. Hi, Mr. Um, Oprey. Are you? Are you? Hi. Hi Mr. How are you Oprey? doing? Hi, I'm doing good. I'm just listening to the show. Um, wonderful um, family businesses. That's great. Um, I don't know who you were looking for, but I'm here and I'm from Buffalo. I wanted to uh, talk to you. It's great to, to hear you your voice. Show, okay. <laughs> uh, yes, this is Victoria from out of Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I wanted to ask have, a question. Uh, Ask you a question if that's okay concerning the prison reform program. If that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, 
uh, Mary hasn't come on and, and Ron hasn't come on and I expected them to come on, but they haven't. But, uh, so it's just you and I right now, because my friend Derek dropped off. Um, and, oh, uh, okay. And, so, and, and uh, also me, also me, your, 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 your sister. Yeah, the sister Kim, the queen is on the line too and join the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, you, you're not you, by yourself uh, today. <laughs> <laughs> you all doing okay then, huh? Can can you hear you're me, finished. Mr. Oakley? Yeah, I can hear you now. I was Yes. Oh yeah, okay. so I wanted to ask is there any way cuz we we you know, we got a chance to sit down with Uncle Rick Reeves and Uncle Ron and have several conversations with them concerning all kinds of things and we wanted to, I wanted to know if it was possible that you have a contact number where we can reach you and we can maybe at your earliest convenience speak about the prison reform program. Auntie's been a part of it for several years and we're just trying to you know, get in where we sit in, and you're the one that we said that they said we need to speak with, so. You you want to reach me? Is that what you said? Yes, sir. 908-209-9202. You want to read it back to me? All right, and that's 908 908- Two zero nine nine two zero two. Yep, it's myself, and okay. I have it with me all the all time. Right, and uh, but don't call me at three o'clock in the morning, please. <laughs> you know, you know, Mister, you know, um, 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 Bob. You know, we're the one. We met your wife as well. That she, mm-hmm. oh my God, what a beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. you are so blessed too. And you said, you know, you said, I am so blessed. You really are. I mean, mm-hmm. what a unique spirit she has. It is a truly divine, mm-hmm. it's very, just so sincere. We love her to death. Mm-hmm. We can't wait yes, to meet up with her again and laugh and so much love she had to give. And so, you know, you are a lucky man. You really are blessed there. Yes, yeah. Yeah, God has God has blessed us tremendously, and and love, love is the answer, love is the solution to any problem that we have, because God gives us love, but He wants us to to give it away. He wants us to give it away to other people, and and that's what we do. That's what we do in the Hope Collection. Everybody we talk to, um, I, I want to tell you a little story. Yesterday, what happened? Um, I had connected up with Ron Clayton. And um, I told Ron, I had previously told him, I said, I have a friend of mine that I'd like, if you can, if you can give me a, a, some time to maybe uh, talk with this friend of mine. His name is Gary. And um, <laughs> Gary is, uh, he lives in New Jersey also, but he's, uh, I've known him for many years because um, he, he, we go to church together and um, are in the same church, same church. We're not, we're not we're not together, but we're in the same church. And uh, he's been a very good friend of mine for for many years now. And we worked on a couple of projects together also. But anyway, uh, Ronnie said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, can I add him on right now?" And he says, "Yes, please." So we did. And Ronnie and Gary and I we talked for about an hour. And um, and I normally don't like to connect people up uh, like that for for that long of a call. 
but Gary seemed so interested in all the things that that uh, uh, Ron and I had to talk to him about, and um, we didn't mention business at all. And uh, what we did was we 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 tried to tried to um, narrow down what was what was Gary's main interest and what was he looking for. And I know I knew ahead of time what it was, but but Ron Clayton didn't. Um, and um, he told her, he told Ron, he says, my my main interest is uh, trying to get my financial situation straightened out because for for seven years um, he he raised his elderly family, his elderly mother and father, and he took care of them for seven years. He did everything for them. He took them to the hospital when they needed to go. He took them to doctors when they needed to go. He took them. To, uh, he prepared all their food and fed them. Uh, and they both they both had a lot of uh, physical problems because uh, they were. Uh, his mother was 99 when she passed, and his father was 110 when he passed. So they. Um, you know, at that age, uh, uh, people have a lot of a lot of problems, a lot of physical problems, um, and so he took care of them all that time. Well, see, uh, in order to do that, he had to quit his job, um, and and um, he had to retire early, and and uh, as a consequence, um, and all the bills he had to pay because they had no incomes, so all the bills he had to pay. For um, for their for their medical bills and so forth, he had to, he got behind, and he and he used up all of his savings, and uh, but anyway, I, I we we talked uh, about uh, about a lot of things about what did he what did he want to do for the rest of his life, and and uh, what what is he interested in helping people? And of course he is, uh, he he absolutely is, and so anyway. Um, he and I are going to get together some more, and Ron and I are going to get together some more, and and talk some more, and try to try to unpeel the unpeel the onion. Uh, and if you don't know what that means, that's what uh, we're, uh, that's what uh, life coaches do when they're trying to find out um, how to help people. Uh, you have to go through a process of asking questions and then listening to their answers, and then after you go through that process. And that process maybe only take you half an hour, an hour, to really find out what it is they're truly interested in. Um, <clears throat> is it housing? Is it like in, in Gary's case, um, the financial? Um, is it um, <clears throat> is it um, helping other people? Uh, is it uh, is it getting extra education and certifications? What is it? And then so we we have a whole list of, of, of things that we can help people with. And, and uh, uh, we have uh, in the Hope Collection uh, uh, health and wellness uh, programs. And we have, um, uh, we have um, uh, uh, clean air and water programs. And uh, we have uh, programs that uh, deal with spirituality. And, and uh, <coughs> if that's something you're interested in. We don't force anybody into any of these programs. We don't force anybody getting involved in the Hope Collection. And we don't charge for them getting involved in the Hope Collection. 
and we don't co- we don't charge for being a life coach for them. Uh, and so um, it's it's free, and um, you can't hardly beat the price. It's free. So we encourage anybody that wants to to either dial in to the to the number to get into the Hope Collection seven one four eight one six four six eight six. That's seven one four eight one six four six eight six. And um, you can you can come in and we will see your your number come up on our on our studio up on our computer and uh, or on our cell phone however however we're doing it. And um, but um, and then we will ask you we'll, we'll turn on your mic and we'll ask you um, to introduce yourself if you, if we don't recognize the number. Um, and then um, we um, we'll go from there. We'll we'll ask you some questions and we'll ask you what you're what you're looking for, and then we'll set up another appointment when we can talk some more. And then because it's all about providing information to people that they can use, and and uh, uh, and communicating with them to what we're all about and find out what they're all about. And see if there's a match. And if there's a match, we'll ask them to register into the Hope Collection for free. So uh, that's how it works. It's a very simple process, and uh, and and it can help. It can help anybody that's interested. We don't exclude anyone. You understand that? We don't exclude anyone. Anybody that wants us to help them, we will help them. And. Uh, it doesn't matter if they come from Harvard or Yale or if they're just out of jail. It doesn't matter. In fact, we have programs that help a lot of people that are um, uh, inmates that have gotten out of, out of jail. They've served their time, and now they're ready to get, get, get their life moving forward again. So we help people like that. And um, um, I used to teach at, at the, one of the local uh jails in our in our county it's a county jail um i used to teach the um, um the, the, the the high school graduation program ged uh the general education uh, program and um i enjoyed being with them but some of them some of them were very difficult to deal with and I, i'm saying that because it's um um either either they uh, first of all, not all of them wanted to to be involved in that. Only uh, a select few wanted to be involved. As some of them that did want to be involved, they had they had screwed up their minds so bad with drugs, they they couldn't comprehend things. I could teach this one guy I work with a lot. I I, I could teach him. Uh, we were working on mathematics at that time. I could teach him how to how to solve a mathematics problem. And he would do it, and he would do it. We spent about an hour with him. Um, and then um, <clears throat> the next time I got with him, which was probably a week later, um, I, I would go over the things that we went through. And he, he didn't understand because he didn't know how to do it. Because he, he, the retention in his mind was not there anymore. He could not, retrain, he could not uh, retain things. So it was, it was really sad. Um, and um, some of the some of the guys uh, I, w- I was I was teaching the men's in the men's prison, 
and uh, they uh, some of them were, were very good athletes because we used to play out in the, uh, they used to play out in the uh, in the yard, and then uh, some of them were uh, uh, had other skills, um, and then so we concentrated on those skills. And then I, I taught a, a program, an entrepreneur program, where uh, if they wanted to start their own business, uh, some of the ins and outs of that, and, and some of the some of the things that they had to know in order to start their own business, and what were the, the pluses and the minuses in that, and and so uh, those were um, just some areas that that we worked with uh, with uh, with the inmates, and I. Um, I see we have uh, less than three minutes left here um, on the program, and I. Uh, if anybody has anything they want to say uh, before we close down, now's a good time to do that. Well, this is the oh. Queen out of Buffalo. <clears throat> excuse me, out of Buffalo, New York, once again, um, being a um, uh, enjoying the show as usual, um, and and I love talking to one who wears many hats, uh, Mr. Oakley. I like to commend you and congratulate you on your long-lasting commitment to helping people. Um, just the mere fact that you're still motivated and you're still reaching out and you're still there to walk the walk with those who's willing to um, up and, mo- and and become motivated. So I want to thank you and edify you for that. Thank you for your show every Thursday as you are here to bring awareness to us on the hope and the Golden Rule Society and all the wonderful things that you do. And I would also like to say how proud I am of myself <laughs> for, 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 recognize, <laughs> for recognizing and, you know, and I'm just proud of me for just um, you know noticing and being um, obedient enough to hear the call of duty for the community um, on this level in which we have been welcomed to the platform to do. And Mr. Oakley, um, yes, I am. I we Victoria and I we have so many, but definitely some key points, some powerful bullet points on prison release as we um, have put together a program in the same fashion. But with we would love your guys guidance on when they come out. You know, maybe we can focus on just the veterans and at, at some time and make sure that the veterans come out and get into the, the Hope Foundation of the Teeny Homes and Van Taylor and them and all of them bringing these things to the veterans. And, you know, we can reach out and help the, the veterans that's in prison as well that's coming out to connect with their family. We have brilliant ideals. And, Mr. Oakley, we will be more than honored and hope, very hopeful that this is something that um, you can um, actually cradle us in, walk with us in, and let us join you in this wonderful uplifting that we have as far as um, the focusing on the prisoners that, that have boxing skills. We have a stage yeah. and, a, and a ring for them. Yeah. Yes, and focusing on prisoners that, you know, that comes with these well, authors. Authors. Businesses. Yes, yes. And so we... Victoria and I are really looking forward to that. So thank you so much for giving us your number, and may everyone have a blessed day. Well, thank day. you. Thank you for coming on and sharing with us because, you know, it's, it's very important that we realize um, that it's not about us 
it's not the focus is not on me and and whatever i've accomplished is is not because of me it's because of the good lord and the and the yeah. uh, the, the the talents and the skills that he's given me and um, so i i feel I, I feel a i feel a personal responsibility and obligation to do what he wants us to do and that's to love his people and to serve his people and to love him of course and and um, so so that's that's how that's that's how we operate and by the way you and i are in business together i don't know if you know that Oh, yes, we are. I do know that, traveling. We're in that business. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> I'm having so much fun, and we're having so much fun. I cannot yeah. wait till we all, yeah, join. You know you know the celebrity chef, um, he'll be here to cook dinner for Ron and Linda and a couple of others um, personally as he joined the, the Carnival family as a chef on one of the cruise ships. So we're excited in so many different areas, really are. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we were both in the travel business together. Uh, I, I joined through Ron, through Ronnie. Yes, <laughs> yes and, uh, that is so, fabulous, fabulous, yes, fabulous. Yep. So we we look, we're going to have a lot of fun coming in the future. Yep, yep. Well, listen, yep. God bless yep. you and your family and all your friends. Thank you. And uh, I want to I want to say God bless everybody that's listening. Because we broadcast over a hundred hundred countries every every day, and um, out there, for those of you, uh, I'm inviting you personally to come on the show. If you want to come on, just dial that number seven one four eight one six four six eight six. That's seven one four eight one six four six eight six, and we will see your number come up, your telephone number when you when you dial in. And then we will turn on your microphone because that's one of the responsibilities we have as a host is to turn the mics on and turn them off if uh, if, <laughs> if there's too much noise in the background. Um, but anyway, um, we um, we encourage anybody and everybody to come on. And you all have a great day, and God bless you all, and God bless America. Yes, God bless you and your family as well. You're a big family. Yes, <laughs> yes, bless you too. Thank you. Yes, God thank bless you, you too. You. Okay, bye bye. Okay, bye bye now.